hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today is our first repeat part two. Christina Woods is with us because... We had such a great talk. Go back and listen, if you must, just to remind yourself so you can catch up to us of episode 81. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I highly suggest listening, perhaps just to that, just to give you a little bit of a foundation, because we might be all over the place. That's okay. (laughs) We like visiting all over the place. It's fine. And Christina is going to just share some more of her wisdom. She is bringing it back. I couldn't leave it where we were. It's like, we needed more. Your comments definitely told me we needed more. So I'm glad we got her before she escapes the country. Lucky her. She can talk about that in along with a lot of other things. So first I say, welcome back, Christina. And Aww. thank you for coming back again. Thank you. I'm yeah. so honored. I As are in- we. As Great. are we, my friend. Believe me. So when was it? I just felt like it was yesterday. And I it know. wasn't yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't. It was sometime in the fall, maybe, but um, it felt like yesterday. And it was a great connection. And everyone I know that listened to it was like excited to hear from you and me and what we were talking about and really could relate. And I, I think that's why I do what I do. And I'm sure it's why you do what you do is we all have something that we can bring to the table and, and we connect in these life experiences and we're not alone. And once you hear that, it's mm. like, whew, I'm not the only one. And we talked about validation a lot. We're jumping ahead. So I didn't even give you any type of introduction. Okay. And I know you do many things and coach sure. and please tell us about yeah, yeah, yeah. a little brief on Christina. Sure. So Christina Woods, for those of you that haven't had the pleasure and, and I'll mm-hmm. hello out there. Um, <laughs> I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and a rapid transformational therapist. And I'll tell you what that is in a moment. And I'm a Reiki master and a theta healer. And I'm currently in the throes of a medical intuitive program, which is really incredible. All of that together is really just deep subconscious work and energy healing. And prior to that, I had a 30 year corporate career. So I can um, analyze a spreadsheet if I really had to, or a profit and loss statement or something like that. And bring out my sales and marketing skills every once in a while <laughs> in the previous life. And, and I yes. think that's the nice thing about life. And it, I, it's always good to hear 
because our audience definitely ranges in age wildly. And that's a good thing. But I love people who have gone through, just as I have, so many different types of work in their careers, and I'm using the air quotes, and then not done. You think you are, maybe sometimes, maybe you'll be like, well, I guess this is what it's going to be like. And then just as you would know it, life gives you life and nope, not over yet. And still much more to be had, similar to your road, which wasn't a straight road to where you are now. Not at all. Not (laughs) even close. Not even close. (laughs) And hindsight, I think if you are able to really on your path, just trust where you're going. And even when you fall on your face and and get back up, just trust that there is a lesson there. And it's really hard to see it and believe sometimes when we're in pain or we're dealing with a loss, but there are these lessons. And when we complete those lessons, we really are able to live more in the now and in the moment and not worry about the future, not worry about the past and enjoy things right now. And and when you're in the moment, you can start to see what you really want to do instead of what I have to do or what I'm supposed to do. Or I have so many friends, I probably said this last time, but so many friends that are retiring now. And, you know, I guess I'm supposed to be thinking about that, but that's Mm. not what I'm doing. Same, absolute same. And it's those words that we hear supposed to, should, guess what? We get to keep doing and we get to keep doing things that probably we've always wanted to do. But again, earlier in life, for whatever reason, we were just doing something else just because and opportunity came, lessons were learned and you take a leap. That's right. And This deep subconscious work and energy work and really getting to dig in and find out what are some of the blocks or beliefs or old stories that people are telling themselves, stories that I told myself, and and we all have these things. By being able to do that, and there's different modalities out there, there's other modalities and ways, and, and this is the way that I have found to really tap into and help people, but When you're able to do that, you really then are able to tap into your own personal power and empowerment instead of what many of us know as circumstantial power, which is if I do that, then I'll become good enough. Or if I do that, if my kids go to a good college, I must have been a good parent. If they, if they are okay, then I must have done okay. And if they're not, then I must have really been not that great. It's all circumstantial, but that's not true. So I like to say every day to myself, what can I do to find my personal power within show up as a 10 every day and help somebody else find their personal power? Because that's amazing inside. We all have this well of personal power, call it, you know, something else, but tapping into your inner wisdom, your knowingness, your personal power instead of circumstantial power. And with that, we're off. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say for the record, I told you. And this is why we're doing a part two. Wow. Okay. So one of the main reasons we talked uh, definitely a lot of different avenues and in no particular order. I love playing, you know, like random speed rounds. So we talked a little about the power of what if. 
two interesting words that could really change so much. They're so powerful that people kind of gloss right over it. In my experience, when I was in a group setting, I, I was at part of a positive energy group for 14 years, and we learned, oh my goodness, you name the tool in our tool belt, it's, you know, it, it would I weigh bet. us down. We have so many, and it's wonderful. And one particular exercise we did, which I still love to this day, is the room of possibility. Yeah, where you would walk into this room and from floor to ceiling as high as the eye can glaze and even more, it's, you know, ladders to get to and staircases to get to. And you can walk around this room and just have anything you want. So when you're first introduced to that idea, right, you can't, you're just like, well, no. Not even play small. I'm not even going to play. You know, yeah, is that no. even safe? Is that you know? Is the is the clown from it going to come? Like no. So, yeah. how do we even begin to expand ourselves to entertain that yeah. there's more? You know that you bring such a good point up because I I remember when that was introduced to me and I remember someone saying you know you've been living in the world of predictability and not possibility. Mm. And I remember how offended I was that, what do you mean? I've been living in that. I dream, I do these things, but everything was very predictable. You know, well, if I do this and this, I'll get this and then I'll be safe. And then I'll be this, I'll be that. And it's, you know, yeah. Walk into a room, you know, there's the couch and there's a chair and it's very predictable and leave me alone. And so I think just even being aware of, are you putting yourself in a protective bubble of predictability. Mm. And that could go hand in hand with circumstantial power, right? It's very predictable and sort of safe. Yeah, safe. And to go into that place of possibility, just sit on the couch and have a little fun and ask yourself, like, what if, like, what if I just jumped on my bed right now and felt joy and silly. Like when I was 10 or was running through the sprinklers and I didn't have to be anywhere. Just what if I just felt the joy? Like, I don't have to go and turn on the sprinklers, but like, what if, what if I just went on vacation right now and literally didn't wash my hair for three days and read a book and didn't look at my phone? What if, what if, and just let yourself feel it because you will feel resistance you will feel a list of responsibilities come up. You will feel your little mind telling you, well, you can't, you have to the do checklist, this. the check, all the reasons why Yeah, in the, in the list form yet again, here we go. Yes. Let's keep those check boxes intact and let's just, you know, forget, we don't cross it out. Let's just keep checking. And all of the yeah. thousands of minutia yeah. events that we think are important. Right. When you listen with no judgment, because we Mm -hmm, all have them. mm -hmm, Absolutely. Listen, listen, what are the oppositions that are coming up when you say, well, just what if I ate peanut butter and jelly for breakfast and eggs for dinner? Like what Mm -hmm. if, Mm -hmm. um, see what comes up and just ask yourself, is that because I'm, I'm looking for safety? Am I looking for approval? Am I looking for this? Why am I opposed to this flow and being in the now moment? 
And your answer will come up, you know, you don't need to tell anyone, you don't need to announce it. And you start to find out, boy, I sure do seek outside approval. I sure find that a lot of what I do is because I don't feel safe. There's a goldmine behind that. Why are you opposed to possibilities? And it doesn't mean that you aren't acknowledging you have to be responsible and do certain things. This is an energetic vibe. You're talking about possibility, right? Just feeling it because you get more of what you feel. I'm sure I said that on the other podcast, but you absolutely did. And we're going to next up is feelings. <laughs> Everybody stay tuned for the next segment because we're going to be delving into that after we're done with just what the possibility of possibilities. Yeah. And even what if work doesn't have to be hard? What if mm. love feels unattached? And what if people love being around you regardless of what you look like and what you're wearing, what you say? And what if the holidays were fantastic and you didn't have to give anybody gifts and you guys just love being, what if, what if, I don't know. You know, what if and- like a bunch of ease, just, it was just ease and easy ease. and success and hard work. But what if your sense of accomplishment was easy? Yes. You know, I think that what if things were simple and easy is Mm. a theme that everyone could fill in because most of the time, my clients, my friend, myself, Mm -hmm. we we complicate things. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but if I started dating that I, I have to go buy Mm. some new clothes and I probably want to lose some weight and I really don't have that much time. And what if I just did, you know, what if the clothes I had were fine? What if, you know what, someone's going to love me for who I am. What if and he's waiting and he's out there waiting for you. He or she is out there waiting for you and just for you to post up. Right. Possible. possible. Right. Right. Someone I know is moving uh, soon and obviously across the country, kind of nervous about it and Mm -hmm. picking up their life and moving. And I said, you know what, what if things just fall into place so easy? And then recently she was um, somewhere out and chatting just someone while she was paying the bill. And that person had literally just gotten off an airplane of where she's moving. And hey, I'll tell you, I'll give you some tips mm-hmm. about good areas, good neighborhoods, good this and right. that. And she starts laughing and, and, you know, we're talking, I'm like, I told you, you don't have to plan this stuff. If you're open to it, what if, what if it just happened? You'll, these things happen in the universe. It sounds again, I'll, I'll give you that disclaimer of sounds, sounds a little woo woo. It does. If you're maybe going to walk past it or just chalk it up to coincidence, but if you're open to, let's start with the power of what if, then you're going to realize there are no coincidences. Oh, I am. You're going to start to step into your power. Oh, I created this because this is what I wanted. This is what I felt. And when it was a right fit, like a great pair of shoes, you're going to walk out of the store with them. Well, and, you know, I think about great leaders and just inspirational people like even Oprah Winfrey Mm -hmm. or Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins or some of those people. And what if they didn't say what if they did not grow up under circumstances that right. were easy by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Had they not said what if along the way, 
they wouldn't give us these little golden nuggets that they give us. And, and, you know, it might be our grandma. It might be mm-hmm. what if our grandma, our grandparents didn't say, what if we went to America? What if we sell everything and move over here for a better life? I mean, this is yeah real life stuff that Correct. we have to just yeah. have hope and you have to feel it in your bones. And obviously not everybody at the same time embraces the feeling, but knowing sure. that it's there and it's not discriminatory. It's not just there for some it's there across the board. And it's really a matter of, should you choose to reach up and let me learn a little more about this. Okay. Well, let me, let me test it. Let me do whatever to get aligned into your belief system. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. And I, I do feel that whatever your faith or your religion Mm -hmm. or whatever that might be is having some kind of deeper connection with either your higher self or something really can activate that, that belief in a what if, and just inspire you and draw out the strength that we all have, Mm -hmm. because if we let go of the reins of how and when and mm-hmm. where control, when, yeah, that can, and it jacks in. I'm in control. Come on. I'm in control. Um, you know, and really the action is there, the action and the perseverance and the steps are there. But when we really stop having to plan all the little details and feel into what if, and, and know that our personal power and that we're enough and we're already born enough and safe and, the full of validation already, then we're not seeking it. And the, the, what if has room to exist instead of the predictability, when you are living in a world of predictability, you have no room left for what if it's clogged with you controlling everything. A lot of should have should yeah. and have tos and got, to, you know, cause I have to, Oh no, I have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm, you can if you want. <laughs> yeah, I used to control every little moment of everything and every uh-huh. person I possibly could for fear if I didn't, everything would fall apart. Mm. And that left zero room for dreaming, zero room for what if. I mean, if someone said, what if I'd be like, don't be ridiculous. What if <laughs> I don't see it on my, on my right. list. So please keep walking. Not, right, not here. Right. And certainly not here. really tight when you're, when you're in that, but what <laughs> if just feels a lot lighter and, you know, to move into that, we get more of what we feel when we feel restricted mm-hmm. and we feel like we have to be in control, then we just get a lot of that. And when we feel like I have this endless well of opportunity. I am worthy of this. What if I'm worthy of this interview going well? What if I just get this dream job? What if I walk in? I know my resume isn't even matching what they want, but what if my personality clicks and I end up being a match for another position they haven't even advertised yet? What if I'm just going to go with it like that? Then Think of all the things you could put yourself out there in front of more often. How many times have you heard someone say, no, they don't want my qualifications. You're talking to the queen of that. And and (laughs) funny story is I will tell you for years when I first started working for this company 10 years ago, probably at year three or four, I saw a job posting for what I thought was going to be my dream job. 
And don't ask me why I wanted to work for WWE, the wrestling okay. um, thing. Yeah, that is different. Uh, but I did. It is different. It was close to me as far as I could take the ferry to Connecticut because I live in New York. Operational, whatever. It's like I had like every you name it. I could do this job. And I knew they were a good corporation. I knew they were. That was before the, the scandal came out, of course. But at the time, they were like really successful. I liked everything about them from a business standpoint. And I'm like, I could do this job. Oh, for sure. So under the requirements was, of course, like a four-year college degree. I have a two-year college degree. I don't have mm-hmm. a four-year college degree. I have, how old am I? Here we go again, because I don't know. So I have 40-something <laughs> years of business experience in a thousand different industries that I could absolutely, you know, if I could get past the hiring bot on the computer, then I could definitely, you know, talk my way and probably land something. But I never applied. Right. I didn't because that's my, I don't have. Right. And yet I just said, I could walk into any place and I've written like three resumes in my life and I've worked for over 40 years. Yeah. I will tell you one of the things about our mind and our energy is that what we expect is realized. So be honest with yourself. That's why Mm -hmm. I love journaling because stuff Mm -hmm. will come out on the page Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Matt, are you kidding yeah, me? Like, that's not so good. <laughs> I need to, I need to shift here. Whereas if I'm just talking with a friend, I'm probably not going to admit it or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to admit it to myself, but journaling or whatever, you know, on a walk or something, but what you expect is realized. So expect amazing things, but you can't be in two lanes at the same time. I think that we have to remember the mind can't accept conflicting thoughts. You can't say, I want that dream job, but I know I'm not qualified. The mind just sort of negates and puts big X through it. So Mm -hmm. watch the negative language, watch the negative self-talk and Mm -hmm. nurture what you expect. Just nurture it like a plant, feed it, give it nice words and thoughts. Your mind responds to the words you give it. And what do you expect? What are you expecting to have happen and grow? And that's what your mind sort of is just latching onto and think of it as like a plant growing and it really, really will change your life. It's so cool. It's so cool. So you mentioned journaling and I do journal and that's something that I find it, it's a crapshoot with people. It could be Mm -hmm. a 50, 50. It could be like, I'll do everything else. I'll meditate. Oh, I'll listen to, you know, I'll listen to all the leaders, the spiritual leaders, but sit and write or, you know, if same thing with meditation. It's one of those hit or miss things. Uh, most people think they can't possibly sit yeah. quiet. And yet you can prove to yourself rather quickly how good you are at it. So journaling as far as, and I, if I heard you, is to really put a little stop or get that self-talk, which happens to be self-doubt or whatever that's going on in my head, in, in your head, in the, the tape that is playing through and through. Once it goes on paper, it's yeah. out. Yeah. It's almost like flushing a toilet. Now, is it out permanently? I think depending upon what your little story is. I know in my case, there are some stories I love to hang on to. Oh, love that story. (laughs) Love it. Love, love. I'll keep telling you that story. But there are others that uh, once it's out on the paper, I'm like, 
Alrighty then. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. You're right. People will resist and not like mm-hmm. it. Even for them, I recommend journal a little bit, a couple words. I have pages and pages. Mm-hmm. This is therapeutic to me and it's not for everyone. However, there is the power in writing. There's a lot of science, you know, in books that share the power of writing. There's a book over here on my shelf somewhere with the title. I think it's like write it, make it happen or something make like it, that. I happen to have that book. That's a <laughs> write it down, book. make it happen. Write it down, make it happen. Okay. Yeah. That's a great book. That's a great book. Write it down, lo- make it happen. Okay. I knew it was book. like something like that, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. um, but journaling, it does allow things to come out that perhaps you didn't expect. Even if the simple is I, Stephanie, I, Christina feel blank because, and just start to write because because so many people are not in touch with how they feel. They bypass no. how they feel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even just to start to write down, how do you feel? If I had a penny for every client, I say, how do you feel? I'll just, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel. And we have to tap into how they feel. And just labeling and naming how you feel alone can start to help you move through your feelings and then have the, the power to shift them. But One little tip someone gave me, I was at the self-realization center in Los Angeles. I went to a silent retreat, which was the group I was with wanted to leave early and go get frozen yogurt just to tell you how that went. But, um, (laughs) and how long was this? Was it a day? Was it 24 hours, 48 hours, six hours? It was like six hours. I think we we lasted like four and then they wanted, they wanted frozen yogurt. So we Mm -hmm. did that, but Mm -hmm. he did a, did a, a little section on journaling a lesson he said was to really look back and reflect on, you know, what was the lesson here? What was the point or the purpose or what lesson did I complete here? What did I gather here? What did my mind want me to understand? What did God want me to understand? What, whoever. And that's been helpful because otherwise you're just sort of writing and not reflecting. And it allows you to reflect and stop for a moment and say, wow, I really could see how I was really sad here And I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel seen. I felt like I was ignored. And you notice a pattern and you notice, wow, you know, if I I speak up or I express myself, my my partner does want me to feel important. Uh, Maybe I'm not expressing myself. Maybe I am and they're not listening. I don't know. But it just allows for movement to happen and momentum and some valuable reflection, I think. And I do communicate with a higher power and myself often, I'll, I'll often just write, what do I need to know? What's up for me next? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel lost and good stuff comes out. And that indicates what I hear when, when I hear people say that is surrender in a good way. Yeah. Surrender of, you know, you said earlier, just as I did about always wanting to control with no room left for any diver- any diversion nope this is how it's going to according to the plan <laughs> we have the plan and nope there's no plan b this is how we're going straight we're not stopping yeah. we're not going right we're not turn we're not turning back we're going straight so you say that and then you said the word in several different variations and quite often feelings 
It, ah. I felt this, I felt this, I felt, that so here word. we are, we're knee deep in it, we're, you know, it was a very gentle entry, because we've actually been on the feeling it's, part of the show, like that. It, it just sneaks right up on you, <laughs> and I felt like he wasn't hearing me, or I felt like maybe I'm not talking, and I felt, so these thoughts, or words, treat them as words, if you want to identify mm-hmm. them as that in the beginning, quite and it might be easier. And if you write these words down and then go back and let's look, let's read this and say, huh, where did that one come from? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So feelings. Yeah. <sighs> you know, okay. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> feelings are meant to be felt, and all <laughs> feelings are normal, the whole spectrum. So, anger, sadness, frustration, you name it, all of it's normal, the whole range. It's okay to feel all of them. It's when we hang out in one area a long time, we probably want to, you know, look at that. But when someone says, I never get angry, I never get frustrated. Mm. You should, it's normal. Mm. It's okay. It's, you know, this is a natural way to express how we feel. And, you know, we don't want complete rage, but these are all emotions. They're meant to be felt. They're meant to be expressed. And if you're just shoving them down, I know this isn't the first time your listeners have heard this. They just get bigger and hairier and they, you know, they come back out and and anger in particular is just, you know, these suppressed feelings. And it's so important. A, A little secret I'll tell you about hypnotherapy. When we regress back to scenes or moments, you know, you hear about regression. We're going to go back to a time when blah, blah, blah. If you've seen it on TV or in a movie, Mm -hmm. all we care about, we don't care about if you go back to a moment and you're saying, I'm, I'm 12 years old and I'm at my friend's birthday party and we're getting information. I'm wearing a pink dress. None of it matters. The only thing that matters is how are you feeling? But people will wake up and say, well, I don't know if I was eating a chocolate chip cookie or chocolate, you know, this or that, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? It's just the emotion and the feeling to anchor into that feeling because the feelings are what create these beliefs. And then our beliefs lead to our, how our actions, our actions dictate, you know, our life and so on and so forth. So these feelings really are important about what we feel about ourselves and the world. And it's pretty important to find out are these based on the truth or are, mm. are they a lie? And goodness, I sure hope if you have sadness and don't feel worthy and don't feel enough, please look at that and find out and do the work. And it's, it's hard work. It's deep work, mm-hmm. but do the work and unpeel it and peel it back and find out that isn't even true. Probably just got like that. first a, who said who, that to you? Let's start there. That? And then let's qualify that person as the truth sayer or just a jerk. Uh, and then it goes right. on. And how and, uh, old does that feeling think you are? Because correct. yeah, it's for me, it's not 54. It's probably still my 12 year old. I got to talk to mm-hmm. once in a while. So mm-hmm. um, feel the feelings, let them move through you. And when you allow them to be validated and seen and heard, they jump up for joy and really relax a lot, a lot quicker. And that's how we become empowered. We feel our feelings. And isn't it a lot nicer when someone listens to us, when we're 
annoyed or frustrated or have something to say than when someone just goes, shh, 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 stop, stop, stop. It's like, oh, are, don't, are you kidding me right now? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that just, the hair on my arms just like, don't ever shush. Right, me. right. No. And that's what, when someone gets right. angry or a parent says, Correct. No, no, no. Or, you know, right. we do it. So many people do it in so many ways. Even at work, we feel we have to zip it. And of course, we have to keep things professional, but it's right. sure nice when you can express how you feel. Or I feel like I've got a lot on my plate. Can we talk about how I can mm-hmm. alleviate some of this? Or I want to do a good job. And this is one too many projects. Everybody's voice is important. It is. And it's, you know, the other side of feelings is being on the receiving side of someone's feelings. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important to remember because we forget that we are the center of our own own universe here. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, these feelings that that are coming at us have nothing to do with us. And we don't know what happened at home or at work or even the people we live with. We don't Mm -hmm. know what's going on in their mind Mm -hmm. or what their belief system is or how they're triggered or what their perception, what their filter is. It's impossible for them to know completely and entirely how we feel and vice versa. So it's really a good moment to just kind of step back and say, actually, this might not have anything to do with me. I want to have empathy and I can have more empathy if I stop here and stop thinking this is actually all about me and have, have some empathy. And that, and that is like such simple advice really for anybody. I want to say any time because we always make it about us we do. and that's the best part. we make it about us. And, and I even tell my employees, you know, if they want to talk about a raise or whatever, I said, go talk to the owners. Cause I, Honestly, if you think these people wake up in the morning and say, oh, they think about you and say, let me give her. No, they don't. They have a thousand other things on their mind. So if you want You're something, right. we take it for granted that they're like, well, they, they must know how hard must they? Nobody right, must right. anything. Yeah. And it, it makes me think about something I talk about, which is the energetics of boundaries, just these internal, external boundaries, the boundaries you don't really have to say anything about is just, you know, when you walk into a room, people will know what are you available for? I know what I'm available for people to talk to me about or do to me or say to me when I was 20 versus what I'm available for now. I mean, they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't Mm -hmm. dare. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm just not available. You're just not available. Mm -hmm. We evolve. And it's the same thing as what are we available for in terms of opportunities to come our way and grace and love. And what are we not available for? What are our energetic boundaries? And we think of boundaries as being able to say, no, I don't want that or no, but it's what you don't cross this line. Right. Or don't cross this line. Yeah. No is a complete sentence. Yes. Those are important things to know, but the nonverbal boundaries come from expressing your feelings, knowing your feelings, knowing that your personal power from within, and then it just exudes from you. And you have this energetic boundary that when you walk into a room, people just feel it and without you saying anything. And that's a big deal that can shift your whole life. That can shift your world, your people, the people you meet, the potential, the what ifs, you know, that, that, that you feel, you have a right to even start thinking about. 
So with that, you have, okay. again, segued into our empowerment section. Great, great, great. great. <laughs> so I love the word. And also one of the services that you offer, you are an empowerment coach, amongst yes. other things, amongst yes, a lot of yes. commas. Okay. So what does empowerment mean to you? It means self-love mm. and it means being in the now. And it means understanding and loving the past, forgiveness of our past, forgiveness of others. And yes, looking forward, but not the worrying, not this, you know, living in the now. I mean, we hear this every day, but embracing living in the now. So self-love, yeah, having compassion, love for yourself when we're not having a good day, when we don't say something, when we hurt someone's feelings, all those things. So I think empowerment really starts from, you can't feel empowered if you're not forgiving yourself. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's the last person on our list usually to forgive is we forgive the dog usually before we forgive ourselves for things. So that. I, I think that's the key is just for forgiveness. We're human we make mistakes, but looking at those lessons and really shutting the door on the completion of those lessons, saying, I learned that lesson doesn't mean we won't have more lessons, mm -hmm. but it doesn't I mean you won't that. forget that lesson being repeated yeah. again to be like, oh, sh I yeah, did where this I once before. Okay. Now right. I get it. Right. Right. Where I was in my life at that time. I did the best that I could and mm -hmm. I have compassion and self-love. So empowerment is that little flame inside. And when you love yourself, you can light it and keep it going and going. And, you know, there's so many, so many more things to it, but it has to start there. Wow. That was good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, you know, because you hear the word so much. And I think it's so true when you say, the ability to show yourself the forgiveness and the grace and not beat yourself up for whatever misstep. And again, human as we are, pencils have the erasers. We screw up. Sometimes yeah. we go down in flames. Sometimes it's just a little misstep, everything in between. But we also are good. We are. And I used to think, well, I'll teach people how to stand on stage and talk and do this and do that. And you can, you can express yourself and demand self-care that you can take a bathtub without feeling, mm -hmm. you know, go to the bathtub and without feeling guilty. Okay. Those are all band-aids because at the end of the day, you can do all those things and still not love yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to have empowerment. There has to be a little seed of self-love. And then all those other things, asking for the raise, saying, hey, babe, I need a half an hour to go take a bubble mm -hmm. bath. That stuff yep. just happens because you have self-love and empowerment. So it's really has to go much deeper or the other stuff can just fall apart. The minute you make a mistake or the minute somebody triggers you, that can't happen. We, we've got to have that empowerment come from inside. I like the visual of the flame, even the pilot light, you know, yeah. you don't, and you don't want someone and especially yourself blowing it out. Right. Beautiful. I love that. Oh, that's so good. You're so good. So 
I do want to just touch briefly and be respectful of your time. And I'm so excited for this. When we talked and I wrote it and I listened to it again and again, the importance of your acronym of love. Yes. Which remind everybody, please, what the word love and the letters in love stand for. Yes. So love is an acronym for listen, observe, validate, and empower. So when we are triggered, when we have a bad feeling come up or a part of us just feels like we're not good enough or you know, we lash out at someone we care about or, you know, some kind of icky sticky feeling comes up. Just remember that love acronym, just listen, observe and validate. It needs to be validated. Like I see you. I understand why you felt unsafe or I understand why you felt scared. You felt insecure. You felt like, you know, if that partner left, you'd be left alone or you felt like you'd be without a job and you wouldn't have a paycheck. And I could see why your defense got so high. You got to validate because the fear or the insecurity is there for a reason to protect you. And when we say, I shouldn't have done that, then we're not validating that part of us. So validation is key and empowerment. And validation, because it is, I think, a part that we need more practice on. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Again, that self-kindness, grace, forgiveness part. And there's that should have, again, there's mm-hmm. that expectation or lack thereof. And I've let somebody down or I didn't play by the rules or whatever the confinement of validation is. It's almost like you want to like cut the ropes for a little freedom of Wow. I always call it, it wasn't a gold star day. Not a gold star today, maybe a silver, maybe a silver, maybe bronze, maybe tomorrow I'll shoot for gold. I'm going to steal that because please do. you're right. There's not a a special way to validate. There's not a, there's not a formula for validating. You know, a number system. So I'm like, uh, uh, believe me, I started it with my dogs. I'm like, well, not a gold star day today, guys. Try again tomorrow for the gold. It's up for grabs every day. Sometimes you just come home with the silver. Sometimes you just, sometimes you don't place is all I'm going to say. Every day is this. I love it. I love that. <laughs> that yeah, you absolutely don't It's play. just the yeah. grace of like, yep, it was one of those days. Now, yeah. you know, we're watching yeah. Netflix and it's perfect. Yeah. Not yeah. my best, not my best anything. And that's okay. I yes. got better. So uh, this is everything and more. Thank you for being my first return guest. I'm Thank you so for being honored. my first guest in, in the hundreds. Uh, this was uh, quite wonderful. They're going to want to hear more. I know it. And we will continue after you're back from your big adventure. And if you don't mind sharing where your big adventure is going. Yeah, I am going to Egypt next week for 17 days with a friend that I actually met at a retreat a couple of years ago. We've been friends and we're going to pop around pyramids and ISIS temples. And I'm going to swim in Cleopatra's pool and Siwa. And yeah, I can't wait, have a scarf wrapped around and 
just by cool jewelry and yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great. Yeah, that's I mean, how many people do you know that can say that? That's wonderful. So perhaps on on another on another show that you come back on, then we'll hear about those adventures and delve a little deeper because you do so many things. It's again, we're just focusing on one or two. There's so much more, you know. I yeah. want to know. There's yeah, so so much it. more. Absolutely. Uh, where are we finding you? Website? Where do you hang out on social? What's available yeah, yeah. if they're looking? Okay. So um, on Instagram, it's at Wisewoods Hypnotherapy. And I actually have a new meditation, a hypno meditation available oh. on free.wisewoods.com. It's called Limitless Mind and Body. It's a cool, I think it's 27 minute hypno meditation really nice. I just downloaded it. Oh, great. I'm going to listen tonight. I'm very excited. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and on there you can, um, people can set up a call with me to chat if they have any questions or want to know more or any of the things that we talked about. I would love that. So the ad Insta at Wisewoods. Wisewoods hypnotherapy and, and and the website. Wisewoods.com. Okay. And that's where they'll find everything, all the downloads yes. and all of that. Well, my friend, Christina, I thank you so much. I really, really appreciate this. And thank I you. loved what we talked about. I know they're going to love it too. I love it. This is so fun with you. Always a pleasure. And uh, thank you. So again, everybody, you know, we're only here because of you guys. So I can't even begin to express how grateful these past hundred episodes have been and now including this one. Five-star review. Yeah. So we're actually looking to get our review numbers up. So drop a five and then to keep moving, it all adds up. It's all wonderful. And it does keep us high in the search. They keep explaining to me. I don't know what it means. Joyfoundhere.com is where you're going to go for all of your comments and show notes and check out Christina because she is a wealth of information, my friends. And be well until next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.